Greetings, listeners. Welcome to Space Cowboys, a Roswell, New Mexico podcast here on PureFandom.com. I am Liz Prue, joined by my co-host, Meg Bonnie. Hello, hello. And um, we are coming fresh off of a hiatus week, but it was also one of our hottest podcast weeks. We interviewed Michael Guerin himself, Michael Vlamis. Yay! He was absolutely amazing, so if you haven't listened to that episode yet... Just check back um, the episode right before this one and give it a listen. He gives all his best hair tips, why he loves his fans so much, um, tease some stuff about the fourth alien, which we're going to talk about on this podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, we're going to break down episode 11, Champagne Supernova. Let's get into it. Meg, give us the tea. All right. Sip, sip. It's time for the recap. So, at the Crashdown Cafe, the gang gets on the same page about the fourth alien. They're going to proceed with the gala, or gala, depending on which cast member you are speaking on that show, as planned. And they're going to investigate everything in secret. Cameron and Max grill Wyatt Long about one of the Ranchero murder victims, and suddenly, Maria is a fourth alien suspect. Everyone gets dressed up, and they go to the gala. But Max and Michael are captured and locked in Michael's bunker. And they fight, and they finally open up to each other before being rescued by Liz. Max, Michael, and Liz head back to the gala, and it's confirmed that Maria was drugged and is not the fourth alien. Max and Liz talk about their future, and they seem stronger than ever. And they both get very suspicious of Noah after Maria reveals that the last person she saw one of the murder victims with was Noah. Liz <gasps> sprints home in her heels. Drama. Drama. <sighs> Sprints home in her heels to look at Noah's blood. And Max tells Isabel to look into his mind to confirm that he's not the fourth alien. And Isabel does, and she realizes he is the fourth alien. And Liz confirms it. And Cameron shoots at a possessed Isabel to save Max. And Liz shoots Noah in the neck with a serum. And Max kicks his ass. And now we have the truth. And Noah's the fourth alien. Oh, my God. I'd act surprised, but we predicted that. Mm-hmm. We did. That happened. We, we did. Um, but I still want to commend the writers because it still came as a surprise because they put other Easter eggs in. They put um, Maria's mom mm -hmm. because we, or maybe we just said Maria's mom. I can't remember. But she was giving some like fourth alien vibes. Um, we had also said it could be someone that we don't know yet. It could be Diego. Diego. <laughs> um, if for those of you who don't remember, is that actually Liz's fiance's name? It is because I rewatched all of the episodes. That's we right. Did. Okay. We talked to Vlamis and he said no one had mentioned Noah or he'd only seen one person guess it correctly, which I'm guessing that his one person must have been like someone who tagged him on Insta or he doesn't go on Twitter because I feel like we're all saying Noah towards the end. Like everyone's getting really suspicious of him particularly us and so then I was like oh dang I have to rewatch it I missed something so I'm watching all of the episodes and then they were talking about Diego and I was like buddy I love you <laughs> so it's Diego I confirmed it when I rewatched it the other day so justice for Diego justice for Diego we don't know Diego Diego could be a complete flaming pile of garbage but like we're not team Diego right now but we just need some sort of I don't know. We need something from Diego, and I have a feeling the 
series series finale, the season finale is <gasps> going to like don't do you dare jinx happen. It. Like we're gonna like lock Noah up or some shit like that. Blah 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 blah. And then they're gonna be like kissing Liz and Max, and then all of a sudden, this like handsome. I'm talking Moi Guapo, I Papi is going to walk into Crashdown Cafe and Max is going to be like, who's that? And she's going to be like, Diego. And he's going to be wearing all red. Can For we do it? And he's going to be wearing all red because he's going to need his armor on because of Max Evans and that, that Nathan Parsons vibe. And he's going to be like a city dude. So he's going to be like the anti-cowboy where he's going to mm-hmm. be like, on his cell phone and he's never going to look over his shoulder to talk at you during the sunset in a cowboy hat so he's going to be like city man diego and we need you guys to tweet us like actors you want to be diego i think that should be a thing i 100 percent agree who would you pick who's your diego like Mm -hmm. off the top of your head well i'm imagining like the attitude of Damon Salvatore, I don't know why, just because I feel like it would be a nice little compliment to Max. Um, so often is the the other person that comes in, you know, they're just kind of like nice and not, you know, like I want this person to be like saucy, kind of a little bit more challenging. And as far as an actor, oh God, can we do like a young Mark Consuelos? Or just Mark Consuelos. Like maybe Let him do it. <laughs> yeah. Can we just can we just steal him from Riverdale? Because I'm kind of done with Riverdale. Like I'd be fine if the, just like the sexual older Latino came in and was like, Liz, like have you forgotten about all those nights in the lab when I taught you things? Oh God, he'd be like the older like scientisty guy. He's like, honey, I've been on an expedition. And I came back to an empty apartment and an empty heart. And yeah, and then like the wind will blow and yeah, no, they'll be dancing too. I feel like they'll, they'll dance about it. Yeah. I would be obsessed with that. And then Kelly Ripa would come in and she'd be the fifth alien because she's amazing. Could you imagine like Kelly Ripa with Isabel? Like not even in character, just Kelly Ripa. Yeah, can, yeah. Can she actually just be? <laughs> can they be Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos on the show? But he goes by Diego. It's like a nickname. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, remember that fourth alien reveal? We could talk about that too. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So that's the fourth alien reveal. Um, I know I put a bunch of notes at the end of our super professional list about what this could mean, and we have a lot of other fun stuff to talk about too. Do we want to just jump to like? the what happens now fourth alien reveal stuff. And then we can talk about all that other amazing stuff in the episode. Absolutely. I like your notes. You go for it. Start us out. Okay. Um, so the fourth alien reveal, what happens now? Right. And my first thought is Noah has to have a motive for all this beyond just being like a supervillain. I mean, if he really loved Rosa Orteco, like, why the F would he not just have a normal affair with her? Not that those are normal, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what was the whole point of inhabiting Iz's body? Like, there's something we're missing here, you know? Like, it, and it probably has to do with what maybe Garen's working on or um, 
I don't know, wanting to leave earth or wanting to take over earth. I don't know. I, I, I need to marinate on it more. What do you think? I think at some point in the, towards the end of Rosa's life, she learned the truth and maybe he was the reason she learned the truth. And that's why he started sneaking around as Isabel to get close to her because it, you're right. It's weird. Like why Rosa, why was he targeting her? And then if you loved her so much, like I get like that whole like psychopath, if you don't love me, no one can have you sort of thing. But why use Izzy's body, Isabel's body to go after her? Like that whole thing. I feel like you're right. There is more to it. But I, and like, I don't know. I loved, I loved him as like the creepy, I didn't expect it from him, even though we did think he was the fourth alien, but I loved seeing that like sleazier side of him and how perfectly like when Isabel was you know fourth alien Isabel they had the same mannerisms like they did a really good job with that Mm -hmm. I feel like there was definitely more to it than that that hopefully we'll learn in the next episode why she was like a prime candidate why he used her to target Rosa how him and Rosa were connected I feel like there's just so much more I don't really have a good theory as to why yet When you say that Rosa found out the truth and that's why maybe he started inhabiting Isabel's body. I like that. But what do you mean by truth? Like that he, like they were actually dating in his body and she found out he was an alien. Yeah. Cause the whole thing with like, I think it was like the last, yeah, it was the last night um, of her life when Max is putting the note on the, the car and she's like, stay away from my sister. And it's very like pointed and it's almost like she knows who he is and knows like what he is more specifically. Or it could just be like, you're a man and I hate men because my sleazy boyfriend was having an affair with a ranchero and a girl. So mm-hmm. like maybe it's just more of that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We need, don't we'll, know. We'll, come, we'll come back with more on that. I think what... Where I'd like to go from there is, so clearly Noah targeted marrying Isabel from day one, like keep your friends close, enemies closer. And he obviously looks at the pod squad as as an enemy because they threaten whatever his motive slash ambition slash whatever is. Um, I'm curious how Maria and her mom fit into all of that. Because we know Noah's the fourth alien now, but that still doesn't explain why Maria wasn't able to be mind-controlled. So I'm wondering if, like, the Native American lore we were introduced to a couple episodes ago about that woman on the reservation who had, like, all these vibes, similar vibes to Maria and her mom. Maybe Noah tried to mess with Maria's mom's mind so much that it caused her to go crazy. Because he couldn't hack in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because a lot of his, like most of his victims, if not all of them, um, aside from Rosa, they were from Ranchero Night. And that was Maria's mom's thing. So maybe he was like in her head trying to do like, you know, distract her from what he was doing. Maybe she found out. And another thing I was thinking about was, now that we know Jim Valenti, that his like death certificate or whatever was signed by the fake doctor, 
and he had brain issues. What if the whole hospital thing, the Caulfield hospital that they're going to go invest or prison or whatever it was, I think it was prison Mm -hmm. that Kyle and Alex are going to go look into. What if that was something to do with like, they were experimenting on like the mind control part of it and maybe Maria's mom was part of that study and working with Jim Valenti and maybe like they were using themselves as like test subjects and like that's how she kind of lost it like what was that she thinks it's like 1998 or something Independence Day Will Smith yeah I love that theory that was totally made that happened yeah I don't know there's just there's so much there's so much even though it's this is like a solid resolution to it was like the sec- second biggest mystery because the first being Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much that isn't explained yet, which I love about this show. It's like you get the mysteries in like chunks, but then it just opens more doors of why. Like, why did that happen? Why was he doing it? What was his motive? I love it. Oh, so good. Um, and let's also not forget about, you know, the Alex Maines theory that he's also an alien and like the whole lady flashback from the 40s, 50s, whenever that was. And she maybe had a pregnant egg thing or was pregnant with that egg baby in her. Who knows? So there's still that whole thing that hasn't really been explained yet. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that these are the only four aliens for sure. Right. No, I, th- I think that the whole autopsy thing, I actually just watched a- that part yesterday. During the day, um, I threw it on just randomly, and I was, like, watching how they did it. And it was that was the first thing they kind of went for. So it's almost like maybe they knew that this alien or this body was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that where they did the autopsy wasn't in one of the bunkers. I'm hoping it's at Caulfield, and, like, they get more answers on that in the next episode because it looks like they're going there Alex and and Kyle yes which is why they weren't here right in this episode um what about all the other awesome amazing parts of this episode like I still can't get enough of Officer Cameron she's such a badass she really is like she shows up at the best times she has like the best one-liners and she like rocked it out and saved the day proving that Maria was drugged with her nail polish. I love that she had that on. I love that it exists. I hate that it has to exist, but it it was just like a really cool thing to throw in the episode Mm -hmm. and the whole champagne supernova title. Like I loved all of the tie-ins there. And I love that the date rape nail polish is actually real. Wait, like a, Yeah, it's called Undercover Colors. I looked it up. Um, So you can do nail polish. There's also a sip chip that they have. Um, And it's just little like chip that you put inside of your drink. And it's kind of like, um, what are those called? Like those strips that you put in hot tubs, like BH level kind of looking things. Yeah. Um, You can do that. Um, Of course, they have the nail polish. I think they have a couple other things too that you can do just to like be safe. And the sip chip you can put in your, um, on your keychain. That is so handy. It's like like 
easy to carry. Also, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on outside of my are house. Are they right coming now. for you? Is it because your theories are so hot? They're <laughs> dolem. Do you guys love how we just use our surroundings um, to our advantage so mm-hmm. we don't have to edit this out of the podcast? Yeah, no. You make, make it work. We wrote that in. Thanks, Sirens. Right? You. you make it work. We're mommies and we're trying to get content out to you, okay? <laughs> doing okay, can we talk now. about, like, we have to talk about all of the. First of all, everyone looked ridiculously amazing in this episode, but the running and the heels, and I know that, like, you know, people do that. Sex in the city, that was a thing. <laughs> I'm still just, like, floored by the fact, because, you know, like, they do so many takes of it. And Janine Mason, she's a dancer, so, like, you dance in heels pretty often. I was just so, like, mesmerized by the fact that, like, they made it look so effortless. Like, running in general, like, in sneakers designed to run sucks and is hard. But running in high heels and, like, this, like, form-fitting gown to go science it up and save the day, I was like, girl, oh, my God. And, like, get dirty and her hair and her makeup in this episode, that freaking thigh slit. And don't even get me started on Heather Hemmons. She can just shut right up with that whole Luke. Oh, that dress. That dress. Oh, what a babe. Oh, my God. All right. That's a good segue into we should talk about Maria and Michael. Because I'm just picturing when she's, like, laying on the table and he's, like, taking care of her. I know. So, obviously, like, we've pledged our loyalty and love to Michael and Alex forevermore. But to, like, echo Michael in the bunker with his brother, like, he's bisexual. Like, because he's like, oh, I thought you were gay. He's like, dude, don't put me in your box. Like, I, I'm bisexual. Like, I don't have to just pick one, and that's the point. And I think that that was kind of a wonderful way to kind of look at the. I don't want to call it a triangle. It's not a triangle. It's a love line, maybe. Like, because you know they're not. It's not a triangle. One of them's over here and one of them's over there and they have completely different vibes and one has this like epic, like traumatic history and the other one is just like light and playful and that being Maria and Michael. And obviously I want to see the Michael and Alex story play out, but I also think it's really unfair to say he can only be with Alex now because they've had a thing. Like I want to see that representation. I want to see him with you know, a girl. I want to see him with the guy, like a woman, sorry, a woman, a man. And I want to see how those dynamics are different, um, how much of, you know, his pain and his trauma is tied to Alex. And because he was involved, obviously the whole ham thing. And then I want to see what it's like to see him in more of an effortless, this woman doesn't even know about aliens relationship. So I like where they're going. I like that they're opening that door to Michael and Maria. But I don't think that opening that door closes the door on Michael and Alex. In no it. way. I totally agree. There, It's just sometimes it's too hard. Like Vlamis said on our podcast, you know, is love enough? And if it's, if it's just too hard and it's too emotionally draining, like it's – I mean, sometimes that emotional stress, just us as humans or aliens, whatever you are, just you as a soul that feels – um, 
sometimes the emotional pain is worse than like physical pain, you know, or it like manifests into physical pain. Like you're literally just so overwhelmed and so confused. And right now, Michael and Alex, obviously their physical connection is amazing. And that physical connection is because of that cosmic unexplained, um, yeah, cosmic, right? I guess connection. Yeah, that's they the have, but yeah. um, they don't have also what also comes with love is joy. And a lot of their love has what Karina McKenzie has said, you know, it started in darkness and she wanted to have a relationship that moves towards the light, not towards darkness. And I think when, if you are in a relationship that successfully starts in darkness and moves towards the light, like there's no way to unbreak that bond because you guys have seen the worst of it, but you love each other so much that you chose to try and break out of it together and see if, you know, there, there is love in light when it comes to you two. And I think that we will eventually see that with Malik's, but right now there's so many other things going on and it's not because of them. It's like them together. It's because of other parts in their lives that are equally as significant that they have to figure out. Like, Michael with the spaceship stuff and his family, you know, being an alien. And then there's Alex with all the shit that his dad has hidden from him. Um, he's probably an alien too. Like they have to be okay and understand their own self before they can love each other. And I know that was kind of rambling, but does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. It was beautiful. It was not rambling. I loved it. Very, They're always very there for me, Meg. Same Z's, girl. Same Z's. No, I think that I love the the analogy that they, well they don't really use it, but I kind of felt it, and I feel like the writers put it in when they're talking about the spaceship. Michael's like the pieces want to be together, and like once they are put back together, they fuse together, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like that relationship. Like they want to be together. When they are together, it's just like they're bound, but much like a scattered spaceship piece, it's hard. Like, it's hard to get everything all put in the same spot, especially if it's been broken. My God, it is. It's a total analogy for Alex. Right? Good job. Right? Good job. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a couple other really random, not a couple, just one actually, space-related news that I thought might be fun. Um, it's super random, though. I mean, let me geek out. So like literally three hours ago, and this is us recording on April 10th, guys. Um, it's like the afternoon. Um, a few hours ago, the first black hole picture was captured for the first time in space. And it's like this massive breakthrough. Mm, okay. Are you going to freak out? Yes. Okay. So, um, The picture shows, and I'm quoting The Guardian, a halo of dust and gas tracing the outline of a colossal black hole um, at the heart of the Messier Galaxy, which is 50, Messier 87 Galaxy, which is 55 million light years away from Earth. Um, For those of you that don't know what a black hole is, it's a cosmic trap door from which neither light nor matter can escape. This is terrifying. 
it's really freaking freaky. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's cool from like a science perspective, but also at the same time, like fucking terrifying. <laughs> like what? The fact that a black hole exists and that's a thing that we are now like able to take a photograph of like, uh, gives me like anxiety. Space is scary. I prefer like shirtless cowboy aliens like Like, please just give me like chest hair vlamis not not your scary actual science i know it's really freaky i mean like black holes are legitimately like they're like like, actual holes of space like you get lost forever and you could like slowly be ripped into shreds like over the course of a million years like would you feel that would you not feel that would you remember you that time I told you that that was terrifying and then you kept going and talking about how you could be ripped into shreds? <laughs> Hashtag friendship. Hey, I'm just trying, you know what? I'm just trying to prepare you, okay? I mean, if that's how I'm going to go, at least it's epic. But like, oh my God. Yeah, black holes are scary. And so is space. And hopefully... To tie it all together, we'll get a little more space in our next episode. Fictitious space that doesn't scare me and keep me up at night. Exactly. Sorry, that was more that was more tidbit for Mike, for Mike Bonnie. Yes, my husband adores space and he thinks it's funny when he puts that stuff on. And I have to like leave the room because the vastness of space terrifies me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like vampire stars exist and black holes exist, like uh, I need a weighted blanket if we're going to talk about space. <laughs> oh, I wonder if we, if that, so there's another podcast called Space Cowboys, but it's like two dudes that legitimately talk about black holes um, and other things like vampire stars. I wonder if they are going to report on this. Yeah, you should listen to that and let me know because I'll super not be listening to that. <laughs> Just FYI, like I support them because they're, you know, like our podcast brothers, the fact right. that they report on actual space. And mm-hmm. call themselves the Space Cowboys podcast. Yes. I love that. But yeah. No, no. No, no. I'll be over here in fictitious CW land. Okay. You got it, girl. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's all we have for today. Um, is there anything else we missed? No. Just want to reiterate that we called it Fourth Alien is Noah. We 100% called it. That's why we're the best podcast ever. Keep listening to us. Um, Also check out Brad and Court Talk on purephantom.com because they're amazing. Um, Eric and I are coming out with a podcast on the Winterfell Crips before the Game of Thrones Season 8 premiere this Sunday. Make sure you check that shit out because – Well, are you going to be recapping the episodes as well or are you just giving us, like, awesome history? We're going to switch to recapping the episodes – for the season um and then we'll probably we thought about doing this is obviously after the baby starts like the new baby when i give birth starts sleeping enough um george r R. martin's new book fire and blood which is about the last 350 years of targaryens we thought about doing like a book club oh fun um podcast book club and if no one listens to it that's fine but we really want to read it i'll be here we really, we, we really, we really want to just read it, and we were like, "I want to give us still something fun to do together." So, all right, yeah. Sorry, continue. I just wanted to know if you were going to recap. Go on. No, that was it. All right. Well, listen to all the podcasts and read all the fun stuff. And it's Marvel Month on PureFandom.com, so be on the lookout for all of our marvelous marveling. That was terrible, but 
You you get it. You get it. Yes. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Heart you guys. Bye. Wow. <sighs>